0: Hello my friend, I'm Avika Parast, host of The Decisive Life and founder of Ethics for Work and Life. And I'm honored to be your decision coach today to help you become a better person by making better decisions every day. I believe that we arrive at crossroads, we face dilemmas, we get at decision moments for a reason, and it is up to us to face them with serenity and courage and most of all, gratitude. If you have only two months to go before the professional licensure examination, what would you do? How would you cope with the increasing pressure? So let's get some inspiration from Elise Francisco Tabo. She graduated from the University of the Philippines and landed in the top three of the 2014 Architect Licensure Exam. And a few months after, she took the Master Plumbers Board Exam, and she landed in the top six. Let's hear it from Elise. What would you advise the students going to take the board exam in two months' time?
1: Really, the key is to know yourself, focused on which subjects you're not that good at, but you also have to learn how to stop. So I guess if it's already November by this time, what I would do is review my schedule. Am I not on time already? What is there left to study? And then... Revise the schedule, adjust it, and then stick to it. What I mean stick to it is if you're going to a lot, let's say, because you have, what, eight weeks left. If you're going to review one subject per week, after that week expires, you stop. So that's where the discipline comes. You have to stop studying that subject and move on to the next because you don't really know what will come out of the exam. So if you will just focus on just a few subjects and it so happens that the exam have a lot of questions on the other subjects that you did not study, then it's not going to work for you. And so you make sure that you give time for all of the subjects, no matter how short that time is. And then also, if maybe you're overestimating this, maybe you want to read five books in a week and that's not possible anymore then you need to also be practical. Maybe trim down the things that you have to study. And then if you enrolled in review centers, do not limit yourself to the review materials that are being given there. Because uh, most of the time, they're based on the past exams. Some of those might appear in the exam, but a lot of those will not so you don't really know what will come out of the exam but what you know is you want to pass the uh, licensure exam because you want to be the professional that you want to be so in my case because i want to be an architect so what you ask yourself is as an architect if i become an architect what am i supposed to know and then that's what you focus on so in more concrete terms what happened to me was I looked at brochures, material uh, product specifications of paints, of steel, of roofs, and uh, different kinds of materials. Those are probably not in the review notes, but those are practical things that you are supposed to know if you were to become an architect. So you you study those kinds of materials, even if they are not in the review center's list of materials and notes. I guess the very point is, now is not the time. To panic, now is not the time to be discouraged because it's not gonna help you. Two months may be short because your plan was long term, but two months is still two months. It's still a lot of weeks and days. So if you have to adjust, adjust, but do not get discouraged. So I guess that's the best thing to do now. So could you tell us how you prepared for the board exam? What I did was. I listed down all the subjects that i have to study and then i took note of the time that i have remaining before the exam so let's say that's three months i divided um the time equally for all of the subjects and then i asked myself what is my weakness and then i adjusted that schedule so that i would spend more time for that subject so that's how i did the preparation no and then the problem with me or is it uh, not really a problem, no? but uh, I know everybody will tell you not to make a schedule, but uh, I guess the challenge with me is I'm, I just could not follow the schedule. <laughs> so when I set a schedule, I, I cannot do it um perfectly. And I think everybody or a lot of people would relate to that. So what happens is uh, when you're making a typical schedule, you would say, okay, I would start working at 1 p.m. And then I would stop after two hours, take a break, so on. I could not do it. So what I did was I made a flexible schedule. So I guess that's part of the preparation. I thought about how I should do it based on how I know myself. So I know myself. I know that I could not, uh, I mean, a very strict schedule would not um, work for me. So that's how I did it. I made a flexible schedule. How come you could not follow a schedule? I think it's because I was so much of a perfectionist. There are things that I could not control, of course. So let's say you said that you're gonna uh, start studying at 1 p.m. What if I was at home and we ate lunch a little late? So now I could not start at 1 p.m. So there are things that I could not control. But because I was such a perfectionist, it discourages me a lot. So I don't want to study anymore because I was not able to start at 1 p.m. So that's what happens. There are things around you that you could not control. So you have to adjust. Did you ever feel that you could have done better in college? Yes, yes. Actually, um, when I started reviewing for the examination, that was the main thought. I'm actually just a, a typical college student. No, I, I did not have a Latin honors when I graduated. So when I started reviewing for the board exam, my thought was, okay, I have one more chance to do my best. No, and it will just last for six months. I just have to study very well for six months. So I'm gonna do my best this time because it's another chance for me. So yeah, there was I guess there was a little bit of guilt there, but um, you know, there's always another chance and that board exam was that chance for me. Do you
0: always have to tell yourself you got this chance, you can do better? Do you always have to encourage
1: yourself? You know, every day the first thing that I would do is I would pray. And then after I pray, it sets the mood so I become focused for the rest of the hours that I um, scheduled for studying. So I think that helps me not have negative thoughts. And also because from the very start, I made a goal for myself. And the goal was to do my best for my parents and God. So every time that I feel that I did not do enough, I'm just going to tell myself, okay, I was not able to do well in the past month. I still have one more month. Or, okay, I last week, I did not finish my schedule. I have this. this it's a new week. So I'm going to do this better for that person. And that person is God and my parents. So it was really a conscious effort. Unfortunately, uh, if I were just doing it for myself, maybe, maybe I would have become pessimistic. No, but that helps me, no, thinking that this is for, I'm offering this to God and for my parents. So I cannot give up because I do not want to disappoint them. I I could disappoint myself, but I do not want to disappoint them. So I, every time I'm just going to do better for the next week, for the next day, for the next month. So that's how I was. That was my mindset.
0: And why do you say that you could disappoint yourself, but not your parents?
1: It's like when you have a mentor who guides you. It's hard to guide yourself right? because you're, sometimes you, you go easy on yourself. So sometimes you rationalize things that it's okay, um, I, I do not, I'm not guilty because well, I, I had to rest, I had to take a break. So you're a little bit easy on yourself. But when you're doing it for somebody else, at least it works better for me, you know, that I do not want to give excuses. Because I want to give my best for that person. What
0: did you feel when you got the top three in the architect board exam?
1: Well, I was not expecting it. Actually, after the exam itself, I tried to really totally forget about the exam so that I will not get nervous about the results. So somebody just called me and then congratulated me your top three. So I was just dumbfounded. And then actually, pray na God, thank you. Thank you agad kay Lord Juni. And then I told my parents. So more of surprise talaga yung, yung ano uh, feeling.
0: But uh, wouldn't your effort in reviewing really be commensurate to the results somehow? Like, did you really study so hard? And that is really unexpected that you will talk?
1: Uh, I guess it's because of, I really consciously forgot about the exam. I told myself, okay, after the exam, I'm going to stop thinking about it. I'm got I'm going to not think about the results. I I'm not even going to wait for the results. You no, know? so I did it consciously kaya when the results came out, I was surprised. Does it help in your career to be a top notcher Yes, of course it uh it will help you especially uh when you start your practice because of course before you take the board exam, you're still just a graduate, an, an apprentice in our case because in architecture you're supposed to have two years um, apprenticeship before you can even take the board exam. So after that, of course, uh, they will now recognize you as a professional and it's also an edge when they see it in your resume. So it's very useful, actually, for the first part of your practice. What did you feel
0: when you landed top notch again in a second board exam? Of course, I was
1: very happy, although if i was surprised of the the ranking for the architecture exam i was more surprised by this because we we really thought that we would fail no? it was very difficult actually when the three of us my friends took the exam after the exam we thought that we would fail you No, know? the first thing that we did after the exam was go to church spend a little bit of time there and then we, we started computing our grades now are we going to even passed the exam. So it was actually a very hard exam. And we were lucky to have to have passed. Thank you very much, Elise. Thank you, Ren, also for inviting me. You know, I, I did not expect that after a few years, I would be talking about the board exam again.
0: OK, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Decisive Life. If you liked it, Take a screenshot of this podcast, share it, and the link to this episode to three of your friends today. Post it in social media and use the hashtag the Decisive life. Until the next episode, my friend, be good!